The following is my conversation with Barry Barish, a physicist who specializes in quantum mechanics. We discuss the uncertainty principle, entanglement, and qubits. Barry tried to explain the concepts in layman's terms, but I have to admit, I had a hard time understanding. In the end, we just ended up making jokes and having a good time. Enjoy, enjoy. Today's sponsor is Confiscator Self Despair, a company that makes artificial intelligence software that can help you with your depression. Confiscator Self Despair is the leading provider of AI-assisted mental health solutions and is committed to improving the lives of those who suffer from mental illness. So, Barry, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm a retired physics professor. I used to teach at Caltech, but now I just do research. What made you want to get into physics? I've always been interested in the way the world works. When I was a kid, I loved taking things apart to see how they worked. I guess you could say I've always been curious. And what led you to quantum mechanics? Well, quantum mechanics is the most fundamental theory of how the world works. It's the physics of the very small of the subatomic world. Mm -hmm. And it's also the physics of the very large of the universe as a whole. So it's a pretty interesting field. I have to admit, I don't really understand quantum mechanics. Can you explain it to me? Quantum mechanics is a bit of a strange theory. It's different from anything we're used to in our everyday lives. For example, in classical mechanics, we're used to thinking of particles as little balls that bounce around. But in quantum mechanics, particles behave more like waves. Mm -hmm. They can be in multiple states at the same time, and they can be entangled with other particles. That sounds pretty confusing. It can be confusing, but it's also fascinating. Once you start to wrap your head around it, it's really quite intriguing. Can you give me an example? Sure. Let's take a look at the uncertainty principle. In classical mechanics, we're used to thinking of things like position and momentum as being completely known. We can measure them with absolute certainty. But in quantum mechanics, there's a fundamental limit to our knowledge. We can never know both the position and momentum of a particle with complete certainty. There is always some uncertainty. That sounds pretty frustrating. It can be, but it's also one of the things that makes quantum mechanics so interesting. It leads to all sorts of strange and fascinating phenomena like entanglement. Can you explain entanglement? Entanglement is a phenomenon where two particles become linked together in a way that they cannot be separated. Even if they are separated by vast distances, they remain entangled. And anything that happens to one particle also happens to the other. That sounds pretty mind-boggling. It is, but it's also one of the most important ideas in quantum mechanics. It's responsible for all sorts of strange and bizarre effects like quantum teleportation. Can you explain quantum teleportation? Quantum teleportation is a process where information is teleported from one place to another without going through any physical means. It's like teleportation in science fiction, but it actually works. That sounds amazing. It is, and it's all made possible by entanglement. So entanglement is responsible for some pretty crazy stuff then? Yes, entanglement is one of the most important ideas in quantum mechanics, and it leads to all sorts of strange and interesting effects. Can you tell us about qubits? Uh, qubit is a unit of information that can exist in more than one state simultaneously. It's like a tiny computer that can store more information than a classical bit. And because of that, qubits are very important for quantum computing. That sounds pretty fascinating. So quantum computers are real? 
Yes, they are. And they're incredibly powerful. A quantum computer can solve certain problems that are impossible for classical computers to solve. They are also much faster than classical computers. That sounds incredible. I had no idea quantum computers were so powerful. Yes, they are incredibly powerful machines, but they're still in their infancy. We're only just beginning to scratch the surface of what they can do. Barry, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to us about quantum mechanics. I have to admit, I still don't really understand it, but it was really fascinating to hear about it from someone who knows what they're talking about. They, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. That's all for this episode of Lexman Artificial. If you liked it, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about quantum mechanics, be sure to check out Barry's book, Quantum Mechanics for Dummies. Thanks for listening. And now, today's poem, read by none other than Barry Barish himself. Beneath the quantum moon. Um, the moon is a qubit, a particle of information that can exist in more than one state simultaneously. It is a tiny computer that can store more information than a classical bit. And because of that, the moon is very important uh, for quantum computing. The moon is a qubit. The moon is a qubit, and it is incredibly powerful. A uh, quantum computer can solve certain problems that are impossible for classical computers to solve. They are also much faster than classical computers. The moon is a qubit, and it is incredibly powerful. But it is still in its infancy. We are only just beginning to scratch the surface of what it can do.